0: guys great great to see you going on for the lord and doing something it's really encouraging so that was good let's turn to psalm 23 this evening if you would psalm 23 just thought we'd look at a few points this evening from psalm 23 Now let's um start reading from verse 1 it says lord is my shepherd i shall not want shall follow me all the days of my life and i will dwell in the house of the lord forever let's open with a word of prayer dear lord and heavenly father we thank you and praise you for this evening thank you and praise you lord for another opportunity just to come around your word and to consider the wonderful truths contained therein i pray that you would bless this evening as we consider psalm 23 such a well-known psalm lord I pray you'd speak to our hearts this evening. That you refresh us through your word, uh, Lord. Just empower me through the Spirit this evening. Give me the words to say, and Lord, I pray that you would be honoured and glorified. That your name be praised. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Of course, Psalm twenty-three is a psalm that we we all know well. But there's a good reason why we know it well because we love it so much, don't we? We love this this wonderful psalm about the Lord being our shepherd. You know, it's a it's a psalm that focuses on what God does for us each and every day. You know, that's what the psalm is about. It's what the Lord does for us every day. It's, it's, it focuses on the Lord's daily care and provision for his people. And David compares in Psalm 23 his relationship with the Lord to that of a shepherd and his sheep. Now it shouldn't surprise us that David makes this comparison, should it? I mean he grew up outside of Bethlehem there, in the hills outside of Bethlehem, looking after his, his father's sheep. And so it shouldn't surprise us that David, as he's considering what the shepherd does for the sheep, he sees God and his care of his people. And of course, I'm sure most of us know that a shepherd in David's day was much more than a sheep farmer. Now, a shepherd in David's day would, would spend every minute watching over and protecting their flock. They would know each of their sheep by name and the sheep would follow their voice. You know, as they would lead them, the sheep would follow. You know, there were no fences to keep them in. There was no fences to keep danger out. The shepherd had to be vigilant, watching over the flock. Constant watch, taking care of them. It was the shepherd's job to lead the sheep to find food and to find water. It's the shepherd's job to protect them from wild animals. You know, David himself knew this, didn't he? Just turn quickly to First Samuel chapter 17. Again, a passage we know well because it's David and Goliath. But First Samuel 17, I just want to read verse 34. It says, And David said unto Saul, Thy servant kept his father's sheep. And there came a lion and a bear and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went out after him and smote him and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard and smote him and slew him. A servant slew both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he hath to the armies of the living God. Now, David relates his own experiences here of defending the flock, defending his sheep. You know, a lion and a bear come up and it's his responsibility as the shepherd to protect his flock. And it's with this in mind, this whole idea of the shepherd taking care of the flock, that David pens this psalm. You know, just as the Lord was David's shepherd, so likewise he is ours as believers, isn't he? You know, John chapter 10 in the the New Testament records that. Turn over there, John chapter 10. John 10, and let's just read from verse 7. John ten verse seven it says, Then said Jesus unto them again, Verily, verily I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers. The sheep did not hear them. I am the door, by me if any man enter in he shall be saved, and shall go in and out and find pasture. Thief cometh not, but for to steal, and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep, but he that is in hireling and not the shepherd, whose own the sheep are not, seeth the wolf coming, and leaveth the sheep and fleeth. And the wolf catcheth them and scattereth the sheep, the hireling fleeth, because he is in hireling, and careth not for the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and know my sheep, and are known of, of mine. As the Father knoweth me, then so I, uh, know I the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep, and other sheep I have which are not of this fold, them also I must bring, and they must hear my voice. And there shall be one fold and one shepherd. Therefore doth my Father love me, because I lay down my life, that I might take it again. No I taketh it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it again. This commandment have I received of my Father. Now Christ here declares himself to be the good shepherd. It's a wonderful passage as well, isn't it? Christ making this wonderful declaration that he is our good shepherd. He's the one who leads, who guides and protects us as believers. So I want us to focus on Psalm 23 this evening and the, the wonderful truths that David tells us about uh, the shepherd. And so first of all here this evening we see that with Christ as a shepherd we shall not want. It says in verse 1 of course, the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want. With the Lord as our shepherd we shall not once that phrase i shall not once means to have once of nothing to have once of nothing you see david understood that with god as his shepherd he wasn't going to lack anything he was not going to lack anything uh, physically or indeed spiritually god was going to provide all of his needs In Psalm 34 and verse 10, we see this same idea. Just turn over there quickly. Psalm 34 and verse 10. It says, The young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. It's the same idea, isn't it? They that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. We have the promise in God's word that if we seek after the Lord follow him we will not have want of anything we'll provide all of our needs you know one of the classic passages in the new testament which reiterates this same idea is matthew chapter 6 isn't it at the end there where it talks about the lord taking care of the birds and he takes care of the flowers and he says if i take care of them how much more shall i take care of you you see god takes care of us as his sheep and indeed as his children Indeed, that doesn't mean that he gives us everything we want. know, I shall not want. We can't use that and say, well, the Lord's going to give me everything I want. Of course, that's not what it means. It means that he will provide what we need. Okay, our needs. You know, in Philippians chapter 4, verse 19, it says, But my God shall provide all your need according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. He provides our needs, not our wants, doesn't he? He provides that which we Need on a daily basis. You know what a wonderful truth it is to know that with God as our shepherd, the Lord as our shepherd, we shall not want. That alone should give us peace every day, shouldn't it? That knowledge that we shall not want. The psalmist goes on and he says, Secondly, he makes us to lie down in green pastures. Psalm 23 again, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures the picture here is of a flock that's fully fed it's satisfied and it's now lying down in the green pastures it's content and the picture is of of safety okay they're, they're lying down calm and content under the watchful eye of their loving shepherd and so it's a picture of safety and security the word translated pastures in this passage could also be translated as home. And so it may in fact be a reference to the pens that the shepherds would, in Bible times, put the sheep in at night. Okay, they would lead them into the pen and the shepherd would sleep at the door. And so it may in fact be a reference to that pen as the sheep would go into the pen at night, they would lie down in green pastures, in their home, they're safe and secure, knowing the shepherd is watching them. And so really the emphasis of this phrase is Security is safety, under the watchful eye of the shepherd. And once again, it's a wonderful thought, isn't it? That our heavenly Father, our Shepherd, is watching over us, protecting us, keeping us. Now, with God watching over us, it means that we can rest, doesn't it? Now, knowing that God is watching over, we can lie down in Green Pasture. We can ri- lie down and rest. Come. Lie down and rest in peace, confident that he will keep us safe. Just turn to Psalm chapter 4. Psalm 4 and verse 8. David says here in verse 8, he says, I will both lay me down in peace and sleep, for thou, Lord, only makest me dwell in safety. David understood this wonderful truth, didn't he? He says, I'm going to lay down and, and sleep in peace. Why? Because he knows God is watching over him. He knows the Lord will keep him. He knows the Lord will sustain him. Yeah, the same is true for us. The Lord is our shepherd. And so we can be confident that he is watching over us, that he's protecting us, and so we can lie down in peace, can't We can lie down in peace. We can rest in that knowledge. Now, that doesn't, of course, mean that you know, no bad things are ever going to happen to us as believers. It doesn't mean that. When I mean, we saw this morning, Paul and Silas, they went through a horrible trial, didn't they? But they had peace. They were resting in the knowledge that their shepherd was watching over them. You see, so it doesn't mean that no bad things are ever going to happen. But rather, it means that when we go through those trials, those hard times, we can know that the shepherd is still there. We can know the shepherd is watching over. The shepherd is protecting. You know that it hasn't slipped by him, has it? You know, it's not as if the Lord took his eyes off us for five seconds and whoops, sorry, didn't see that coming, didn't see that wolf, I didn't see that lion that was going to come in. No, the Lord sees it, doesn't He? He knows. And so, things that come into our life, He's allowed to come because the Lord is watching over us. In Psalm thirty-four, verse fifteen, just turn there. It's a, it's another wonderful verse. <clears throat> psalm 34 and verse 15 it says the eyes of the lord are upon the righteous and his ears are open under their cry That's another glorious verse isn't it the eyes of the lord are upon the righteous his eyes are on us he's watching over us as his children as his sheep he's protecting us and so with god watching over us we can lie down in green pastures we can dwell in peace and safety so david goes on here to tell us that with the lord as our shepherd he leads us beside the still waters again verse 2 there he maketh me lie down in green pastures he leadeth me beside the still waters you <clears throat> know not only ha- with sorry not only having the lord as our shepherd not only does it mean that we'll have want of nothing, not only does it mean that we can lie down in safety, in peace, but it also means that he leads us beside the still waters. Now, once again, this demonstrates the shepherd's loving provision for his sheep, his care of the flock. You see, the sheep don't like to drink from running water. And so the shepherd would diligently lead his sheep to the still waters to drink he'd lead them to the still water so they could be refreshed and strengthened in bible times the shepherds would go to great lengths to provide this still water for the flock they would even dam up a portion of the stream so it was still for the sheep to drink from so once again this is demonstrating to us the loving tender care of the shepherd for the flock you know the same way the lord cares for us He leads us to the still waters to be refreshed. Now, as you read that phrase, you can't help but think of the word of God, can you? You As it talks about the shepherd leading us to the still waters to be refreshed, the word of God comes to mind. Because it's the word of God that refreshes us as believers, isn't it? It's the word of God that we need each day to strengthen and renew our strength and to help us to go forward so as a shepherd provides for his flock the still refreshing water, God provides for us the refreshing water of the word. Now that's why it's so important that as believers we take time to be in his word, isn't it? So important that as believers we we come and we, we spend time alone with the Lord, drinking from his word. We don't neglect it, we need to come to the word because the word refreshes us it gives us strength to go on for him let's turn to psalm 1 a psalm we know well but let's just turn over to psalm 1 <clears throat> psalm 1 it says blesses the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly nor standeth in the way of sinners nor sitteth in the sea of the scornful but his delight is in the law of the lord And in his law doth he meditate day and night, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. God's word is indeed refreshing water unto us as believers. As we come and we, as it says in verse 2, we delight ourselves in the word, we we spend time meditating upon it. What does verse 3 say? It says we're like a tree planted by the rivers of water. We're strengthened, aren't we? We're renewed. We need to be in the Word so that it can strengthen us. You see, the point is, as we come to the Word, as we come to the refreshing water of His Word, God leads us to the water we need, doesn't He? He always seems to provide just the passage we need at the right time as we come to the refreshing water of His Word. We see, fourthly here, that He restores our soul. It goes on in verse 3. He says, He restoreth my soul He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. He restores our soul. This seems to refer to the fact that the shepherd would care for one of his flock who's gone astray. He says here that he restoreth my soul. And that, that word restore there means to bring back again. To bring back again. So in essence, what the psalmist is saying is that the shepherd... Searches for and then brings back the one that is lost, the one that's gone astray. He restores them. See, a shepherd who cares for his flock always seeks to find and bring back, restore the one that's gone astray. You know, Luke chapter 15 gives us a good example of that with the parable of the lost sheep. Let's just turn over there, Luke 15. Luke fifteen verse three says, and he spake this parable unto them, saying, What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he lose one of them, doth not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness, and go after that which is lost, until he find it? And when he hath found it, he layeth it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he cometh home, he calleth together his friends and neighbours, saying unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep, which was lost. You know, the parable of the lost sheep and you now we see here the shepherd leaves the 99 safe in the fold and he goes to find the one that's lost the shepherd cares for all of his flock they all matter to him he shows great concern for every single one of them you know he doesn't just say oh well i lost one it doesn't matter I've got 99 left it's not what the shepherd does the shepherd is willing to leave the 99 safe in the fold and go and seek the one that's lost The one that's gone astray. He lays it on his shoulders and he brings it back rejoicing. You see, in the same way, God searches for us, doesn't he? He searches for us and restores us when we go astray. When we go astray from the Lord, when we stumble and fall into temptation, God doesn't give up on us. He doesn't just cast us aside and say, oh, well, they failed, that's it. No, he has a loving shepherd, he searches for us and he seeks to restore us, doesn't he? In Psalm 37 verse 24, it tells us that though we fall, we shall not be utterly cast down. Even though we fall, even though we fail, because we do, don't we? We constantly fail. We're sinners. We fail the Lord. We go backwards. We, we, we fall down, but the Lord doesn't forsake us. He's there as the loving shepherd to pick us up, to restore us he seeks for us he searches for us to bring us back into the fold Jeremiah chapter 3 and verse 22 we read this it says return ye backsliding children and I will heal your backsliding the Lord will heal the Lord will restore us God promises that you know I don't know about you but that's a wonderful thought isn't it that when we fail the Lord that's that's not it that's not the end you know, the Lord restores us. He says, come on, let's go again. It's a wonderful thing to know that our shepherd doesn't just cast us off. He leaves the ninety and nine safe in the fold and he searches for us. He restoreth my soul. And then we see lastly here this evening that he leads us in the paths of righteousness. The end of verse three there, he restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake he leads us in the paths of righteousness the word paths here in the hebrew speaks of well-worn paths or ruts and so it's the idea that the shepherd leads the flock in the well-worn paths the the tried and true paths you know the the tracks that he knows well You see, the shepherd doesn't lead his sheep on a path that he is unsure of. You know, oh, we'll go down this one. I'm not sure what dangers are down here, but let's go. No, the shepherd leads them where he knows they'll be safe. Where he knows it's it's the path that leads to the right place. It leads to the refreshing water. It leads to safety. The shepherd knows and he leads his sheep in the well-worn paths. You see, the same is true for us as the flock of God, isn't it? He is our shepherd and he leads us in the paths of righteousness, the well-worn ruts of righteousness. You see, the Lord knows which paths are the right ones, doesn't he? He knows which one's the right one. He knows which one's the safe one. He knows which one's beneficial to us and which one's not. The Lord knows. And so we need to learn to follow him, don't we? We need to learn to follow the shepherd, trust the shepherd, and follow him in the paths of righteousness. Proverbs chapter 3, just turn over there, Proverbs 3. In Proverbs 3, verse 5, it says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. It clearly tells us here that we're not to lean unto our own understanding, not to lean unto our own ideas, are we? You know, I think this path looks good, let's go this way. No, we need to trust the shepherd, follow the shepherd, because the Lord knows which path is right. We need to allow him to direct our paths. It says, as it says in verse 6 there, in all our ways acknowledge him. Acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. You see, when we rebel and we decide to go our own direction, that's when we run into trouble, isn't it? You know, when we've got two paths before us, and we don't seek the Lord, we don't ask Him, and we just go our own way, that's when we end up in trouble, isn't it? And we, we say, Lord, what's going on? Why is the path so hard? Well, we didn't ask the Lord. We didn't follow the shepherd. The shepherd was saying, go the other direction. If we learn to listen to the voice of the shepherd and follow Him, He will direct us in the paths of righteousness. In Psalm 119, verse 105, it says that the word of God is a light unto our path and a, light, and a lamp unto our feet. It's a light. It lights the path, doesn't it? It makes the, the, light, the, the path clear unto us when we are following the word of God. You see, God has given us the word to help us to know what direction to take, help us to know what path is the right path. And then not only that, he's given us the Holy Spirit, hasn't he? So he's given us the word and then he's given us the Holy Spirit within to direct us, to guide us from within as we read the word of God. Yeah, God desires that we as his people, as his flock, follow his voice and allow him to lead. Yeah, and the wonderful reality is that God is never going to get it wrong. God's not going to lead us in the wrong direction. His leading is always going to be right. We just need to learn to recognize that he knows best, don't we? And follow the shepherd. You know, Psalm 23 is indeed a wonderful psalm, isn't it? I mean, that's the reason why we know it so well. It's a glorious psalm, it's full of so many wonderful truths. This evening, we've only looked at the first three verses, but in these verses alone, we've seen so many things just to, to consider and ponder. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the powers of righteousness for his name's sake. We have a wonderful picture, don't we, of the Lord as our shepherd and the blessings that are ours because that is true. As I said, there's so much contained in this psalm and, and next Sunday evening, Lord willing, we'll finish the psalm off we'll look at the other wonderful truths that i contain therein i don't know about you but i'm glad to be part of the flock of the lord i'm glad that the lord is my shepherd and let's give praise unto him this evening for all he has done let's close in a word of prayer dear lord and only father we thank you so much lord that you are indeed our shepherd we thank you so much that lord you love us you care for us you watch over us and Lord, I pray that you'd help us to just uh, trust you, to follow you, and allow you to lead and know, Lord, that you have a plan and a purpose and everything, know that you will take care of us, know that you never fail us, you never make a mistake. Lord, may we uh, we'll leave this evening singing your praises and being refreshed by this wonderful psalm. And we pray these things in Jesus' name.